from your community radio station. That means it's time to check in live with our 7.30 feature, R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Most of us know at least the opening couplet of the old grade school rhyme that goes, In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. But after that simple and fleeting recognition, our recall of what comes after doesn't amount to much, which is similar to what most of us know about the Genoese promoter named Cristoforo Colombo, whose name would first be changed to Cristobal Colón to facilitate his alliance with the Spanish royal court, and then later changed to Christopher Columbus by the English-speaking world. Much that we hadn't heard about Columbus began surfacing about 20 years ago in preparation for the 500th anniversary of the initial trip across the Atlantic that he made with a mini flotilla of three ships, which embarked from Spain on a voyage of discovery underwritten by Ferdinand and Isabella, king and queen of Spain at the time. Beginning around the end of the 1980s, scholars and historians in Europe and the United States published articles and books creating a groundswell of revisionist history that over the past couple of decades has afforded a view of Columbus's voyage that is considerably different from the popular one believed by generations before. Christine Amarario, for example, of Tampa, Florida, has, has an Associated Press front-page article in today's local newspapers. Entitled, U.S. Students Seeing a Darker Side of Columbus, our Mario discusses how some educators in the public schools are offering their students perspectives on Columbus that weren't available just a few years ago. Things have taken a while to percolate up. On this 517th anniversary of Columbus's arrival in the Caribbean, data and comments and questions that were already airing in the realms of historical scholarship in the 1980s are gradually becoming part of mainstream education. Foremost, of course, is calling into question the word discovery. How is it that Columbus was discovering a land already inhabited? Other questions as well with respect to how exactly Columbus managed to make it across the Atlantic to the Caribbean are also receiving increased attention. It's becoming a well-known fact, for instance, that two of the three ships in the voyage were Basque-built. The Basque might well have been the most experienced seafaring people of Europe at the time. As well, the majority of Columbus's crew were Basque. Thirty years later, Magellan would also call upon Basque for his crew, and a Basque, not Magellan, became the first person to circumnavigate the Earth. What's becoming clear is something most of us have suspected for a long time. Greatness is a collective thing. Unfortunately, its underpinnings frequently don't receive the attention they should, Today, it's also interesting that for many main energy consumers, a Basque electrical company, Iberdrola, owns Central Maine Power Company. For more on Maine, have a good day. I'm not a 